0: well praise the lord everyone i tell you what if that didn't bless your hearts nothing will one day, what a glorious day that's going to be amen? amen amen praise the lord and you know what there's only one we can give glory to and credit to for that day that's coming amen. and that's jesus christ amen? amen without him we can't do anything without him there would be no salvation for, for the Gentile church, and I'm so glad that He came, that He died, and uh, He rose again. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that, he, that He's coming back. And that He poured out His Spirit upon us and uh, so we can be empowered to live for Him, that we can have what it takes to, to carry on the, the fight the good fight that uh, we have in Christ Jesus uh, for the, for the lostness of humanity. If you have your Bibles, would you please turn with me to the book of Philippians? The book of Philippians. We're going to be looking at uh, chapter uh, three, verses thirteen through twenty-one. We're going to be talking today about the high calling of God. The high calling of God. How many of you are saved? How many of you know Jesus Christ, without a doubt, is your Lord, is your Savior, and that if he was to come today, you would leave this place and go be with him. Amen. 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 I tell you what, I wish everybody in this building could have raised their hands at that, and not everybody did. So that tells me something. That means that we have work to do. And I just I didn't say that to embarrass anybody or to call anybody out. We need to be thinking about these things because I'm gonna tell you, this world is not getting better, it's getting worse all the time. Amen. Amen. And we see the sorrows that Jesus Christ has told us about that would be in the last days. We're living right in the middle of those <coughs> things right now, maybe at the end of them, and that he could come at any minute. So the priority of our life, the priority of our, our work for Jesus Christ is to see lost people come to know him before it's too late, amen? Amen, amen. 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 and I'm gonna tell you, there's gonna be people saved after the resurrection, but it ain't gonna be easy, amen? And, and it's time now to bow before the Lord. It's time now to call on his name. It's time now to receive the salvation that he had for us. And don't <laughs> wait till that time when you're going to have to die. To do it, amen. Don't don't wait for that time because uh, you could die before that time even comes. So we don't never know when we'll draw our last breath. We never know when the when the, when when we will uh, be called to to the grave. We don't know that time. So we need to pre- be prepared every day uh, for that moment when uh, when we we could be uh, uh, when we could lose our lives and or, or he could come back. Uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 through 21. The high calling of God. Brethren, I count it not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as uh, as be perfect be thus minded and if in anything you be otherwise minded God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, where unto, uh, whereto we have already attained let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk, walk so as you have us for an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is, is in their shame, who mind earthly things. For our conversation, or our citizenship, is in heaven, From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able, even to subdue all things unto himself. Father, thank you for your word. Speak to us through it today as only you can do. And show us what this means, God. And help us to realize, God, that there is a calling that we must answer and all do but everybody don't say yes to it so God help us to be prepared today to hear your word and to feel the Father draw us to the Son mm-hmm. that we may come and, and attain this calling that is meant for all of us through Jesus Christ and we we'll give you praise and it in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Amen. verse uh, 13 Paul uh, uh, comments. I count myself not. Uh, I count myself not to have apprehended. He does not mean that, that he thinks he can lose his salvation. That's not what he's talking about. What he is telling us is that he has got unfinished business to do. He has not reached the place where God has called him to be. None of us that are here today have reached the place and attained that high calling and achieved that mark that is set before us, because here's why. As long as we are alive and remain on this earth, we have not gotten to the place where the Lord wants to take us, amen? Yeah. We can get to a place in this life, a place in this uh, on this earth, a place that we live, a place where we work and do kingdom work, But our final destination is in glory with Him. And so Paul made sure that we knew, I hadn't apprehended this yet, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. I wanna tell you one of the great problems that people in the church have today. They can't let go of what's behind them. Amen. Amen. We gotta learn that every day is a new day. Every day has enough trouble of its own without us dragging trouble from yesterday, dragging trouble from a week ago, dragging trouble from a month ago, dragging trouble from a year ago. Dragon trouble from ten years ago, and don't tell me it don't happen, it does. Amen. We have something that offends us, something that aggravates us, something that makes us angry, and we refuse to let it go. Amen. And so Paul says that part of this this thing that I that, that 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 I continue to live for, I can't do what I need to do and be angry about something that happened yesterday. Amen? Amen? And there is so much of that in the church today. Let me tell you what, we need to get past these things. He says you've got to forget those things that are behind, and we got to go forward. We've got to reach forth to those things that are ahead of us and, be, and that those things that are before us. Jesus taught us something. He said that no man, having taken hold of the plows and looking behind him, is fit for the kingdom of God. He didn't intend for us to get saved and start looking back and wondering and dragging that stuff behind us. Let me tell you what. We need to to not do that. We need to not dwell in the past. We don't need to bring uh, bring old grudgeries, old angers, and all that thing. We need to learn how to look forward because it does affect our kingdom work. Amen. It affects the church that you go to. Praise God. We have to learn to get together as a body of Christ and become one. We have to be in one mind and one accord. And we can't do that if we can't stand one another. Amen. 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 we got to get past all that kind of stuff. So Jesus taught us these things and he wanted us to know. We must let go of the past and look forward to the prize that is before us. I don't want anything to hinder me from going to heaven. Do you? Amen. I don't want anything to hinder me from the high calling that I have in Christ Jesus. I don't want anything to hinder me from helping a person find Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what we are here to do. Romans chapter 3, verse 25. Let me me read you this scripture. It says, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation, and that don't just mean substitution, That means also not only a substitution but an atoning sacrifice of reconciliation to bring you back to God. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation, talking about Jesus Christ, through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins. Now look at this, that are passed through the forbearance of God. Now why when Jesus saves you, when you come to the altar and you receive the Holy Spirit and you have repented everything that you have done up until that point is erased. It is washed away. It is forgiven you. You don't have to carry that burden anymore. You don't have to carry that guilt anymore because He takes everything that is behind you and He takes it all away and He remembers it no more against you. Amen? Amen. He takes it, puts it uh, in the sea uh, and He casts it as far as the east is from the west. Why does He do that? Because He wants to give you a brand new start. He wants to give you a clean slate. He wants to, to fill you in His Spirit. He wants you to be clean. He wants you to be a usable vessel. And He doesn't need your past dragging you behind. Amen. That's right. Amen. So that's one of the things, the benefits that we have when we get saved. Everything that is past is gone. Everything that is past is forgiven. Don't look back at it. Amen. Boy, if I look back at mine, whew, I, oh my goodness, I don't even want to look back at mine. Amen. Amen. That's why he says you must be born again. That's why you become a new creature. You become a new creation. You become a new servant in Jesus Christ because you are made brand new. Brand new. Hey, I want to be made new over and over and over again, don't you? We can do that. We can do that. The blood of Jesus applied to any sin erases that sin and takes it away. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's all about the blood of Jesus, and we must look forward to that prize that is before us. We cannot change the past. How many of you can go back and change it? How many of you ever said something and you said, I wish I hadn't said that? Let me tell you what. (laughs) You can't unsay what's already said and you can't undo what you already did. So what do we do? Dwell there, stay there, bog down, just keep beating ourselves over the head, keep letting somebody else say, you did, why'd you do that for? Well, we don't have to do that. And when we live that way, when we live in that life, when we live in the past, when we live in the, the things we have said and the things we have done, and we let that torment us there and now, it is not of God. Amen. It is not of God. We don't need to drag it behind us. When you drag it behind us, we, we are burdened and loaded down with it. Amen. So, if we cannot stay focused, on what is important to the kingdom work of God if we're dragging this heavy luggage behind us. i tell you what you do when you get home. Get you a rope, tie it around your waist, get you a suitcase and fill it up with rocks, and tie that rope around that thing and take off and, and, and tear, drag that thing with you the rest of the day. Y'all ain't gonna do that, are you? You know why? You know that's ridiculous. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to drag that suitcase full of rocks behind you all the time? Why would you want, you wouldn't be able to get to, through the house? Hey, i tell, we got some Queen City football players here. Y'all do that and try to run with it on the football field and score touchdowns and catch passes and out it. You know what? It won't work. You know Why? because we're not supposed to drag things around with us all the time. And the Lord Jesus Christ tells us in His Word that we do not need to carry the burden of guilt and sin around with us. Paul tells us, I look forward to the prize, and I can't look forward if I keep looking behind me. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus made a way to cut that rope. <laughs> and let that burden stay back there, amen. That's our God, that's what he's done for us. That is one of the great mercies of our Lord and our God, that he can forgive us of those things so we can stay focused. So what we must do, we must do our, our uh, uh, with our past, we gotta forgive others and ourselves. Amen. We have to forgive others and ourselves. You cannot move on past something that annoys you to death without forgiving for it. And and you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not going to forgive. They don't ask me to. Hmm. Now, some people ain't never going to ask you to forgive them. And some of you are never going to ask somebody else to forgive you either. So what do we do? You forgive. And you use a good reason for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen. Well, Jim, if you make me mad, you ain't gonna ask me for, to, to forgive you. I'm gonna do it for Jesus' sake. Right. Amen. Hallelujah, that's what we gotta do. That's who we are. That's what, listen to me, that's what He did for us. Amen. 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 That's what Jesus has done for us. He has become that propitiation. He has become that atoning sacrifice. He that knew no sin took my sin. Uh Amen. He that was right. You know what he got when he got me? He got a a sinner. He got a sinner. You know what I got when I got him? I got eternal life. I got holiness. I got godliness. And I got righteousness. It ain't nothing that I did. It's what he did. And it's who he is. And we can all have that. And we must have that if we're going to go to that place where that prize is. And we have to work toward that place. We have to try to get there. We have to live to get there. We have to look past and forgive and take that path and take that rope of holiness and righteousness and the blood of Christ and that double-headed sword and cut that rope off from behind you and quit trying to drag that mess around with you. Amen. So we've got to be If we can't do that, you know what we're going to be? Miserable. Miserable. And we'll talk more bad about people than we do good about Christ. Mm -hmm. God help us not to be those kind of people. This is serious stuff. This is the difference. You know what? A lot of kids go home with parents from church and when they get there, they hear about what they didn't like at church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's not the life of God's church? Amen. What's not the love? We're God's people. We, we are the called ones. <laughs> we are the chosen ones. We've been chosen by Him. We ought to stay excited about that. And a lot of kids hear that stuff. Why are they won't go to church? Mom and Dad don't give them a gripe about it when they get home. Why don't I go far? <laughs> That's true. God yeah. help us. God help us to be people who are excited about the church, about, about what Jesus is doing, and know why we come. Amen. We come for Him. We come to serve Him. And we come looking ahead. We must stay dead. Boy, wait a minute. Bro. Hey, man, i got to kill myself? No, I don't. Paul said that I must die every day. When we repent and Jesus saves us, the old man dies and the new man lives. Amen? The new creation is here, the old man has passed away. He's dead. But we got some kind of way, for, for some reason a lot of us, we want to dig that guy up. You know what he does when you dig him up? He stinks. And we bring stink into our life. You got the young know, people got to say it now, the stinky eye I don't even know what that means. I probably gave it a bunch of time. Especially to my kids. How I many of you kids ever got the stinky eye from your parents or your grandparents? Look at them, try to look at them and try looking at y'all now. Give them your stinky eye now. Just because just they show you they you can still do it. Amen. You know what that means? And so when we dig that old man up and we let him start taking control of our brand new life and our newness in Christ, we start to drag down and we start to fall behind and we start to conjure up things that are past and gone and forgiven. That ought not be. It ought not be. So how do I not do that? You die daily. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 31. That's what Paul said he does. He says, I die daily. Now a lot of people say I don't have to repent every day. <laughs> I'm kind of like Paul, I have to die every day. Sometimes, sometimes four or five times a day. That's right. Amen. I have to keep my body under subjection. And even when I try, it don't work sometimes. And I have to repent. I have to confess. Am I the one that yeah. Boy y'all got a bad preacher because nobody else y'all don't have this you do you? Amen. My goodness. That's the reason Paul said I'm the cheapest of sinners. That's what I am today. I'm the one that gets up here and confesses more than anybody else. I'm a sinner. And I'm not bragging. I'm ashamed. But I have a Savior. Praise God. That is greater than any sin. His grace is greater than any sin I can have. His mercy endures forever. His blood can cleanse from all unrighteousness, not just somebody. He is my God. And He is perfect. I am imperfect. But He is perfect. Praise God for our Jesus, for our Savior, amen. So he goes on, Paul does, and he says, I press on, I go forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He's not talking about just being called to preach. We are all called. There ain't a single person in this room that raised their hand and said they were saved a while ago that has not been called of God. Amen. 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 You have been called of God. You felt it, you heard it, and you answered that call. First Peter chapter two, verses nine and ten. Look at look at what he says here. He says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you. He has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. You have been called out of darkness. He does not want you to live in darkness. He wants you to live in the light of his gospel. He wants to live you to live in the light of his Holy Spirit. And so let us therefore, he says in verse 15, be perfect. You say, well, I can't be perfect. I can't either. But he is. Amen. Our Lord is perfect, praise God. And as long as I'm in him and he's in me, that perfection exists. Amen. It exists. And I praise God for that. And so he says, we are to, to you know, if we've dragged in the past and we're dragging up old injuries and we're dragging up old, old burdens and old things and, and, and things people did to us that we didn't like about it and, and all these things, l- l- listen to this. We cannot move on in perfection. We cannot even walk together. We can't get things accomplished together. We, the, the church is supposed to be like-minded, amen? Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. Amen. Now, if, me and, if me and Brother Dale is at odds with one another, we ain't likely to agree on much of nothing So right. we settle that difference. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? How do we do that? We cast our cares on the Lord. We give Him our burden and he receives them from us, amen. And we we try our best, excuse me, to get along with one another, being like-minded with believers who walk in truth, amen. We need to learn what that means, to walk in truth. To walk in truth means we must forgive. Jesus said, if you cannot forgive, you cannot be forgiven. Amen. amen. What pretty blunt, isn't it? So how important is it that we learn to forgive? Don't don't say, well, they got to ask me first. You know, there's times in the Scripture where the Bible says that the the children of Israel would not repent. And the Bible says that (laughs) the Lord forgave them for His name's sake because He had a mission for them to perform. Amen? His holiness and righteousness dictated to them that He wanted to wipe them out. We're studying about that in Revelation. That's going to come to this world. Amen, the wrath of God. But there was something that they had to do for him. The reason he called them, because he had something he wanted to give to us. No, he didn't. He had someone he wanted to give to us. And so he left a remnant of those wicked, stiff-necked people, and he kept them uh, alive. He kept them going, he kept them moving because his son, Jesus Christ, had to be born from them. Uh, amen and he's still, they're still alive today, they're still kicking today why? because there's another purpose he wants to bring salvation to them uh, yep. amen. amen but while they're being so hard headed about believing in him he's turned to us, the gentiles uh-huh. they're, they're blind in part so that we can see hallelujah we have seen this great light. We have seen the light of the world. His name is Jesus Christ, and we have come to Him for salvation. Amen. Right. And He has not disappointed. He has saved us, amen. Praise God. Praise God. We must find, you know, he mentions here, brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. There are people in the church, who walk with Jesus. There are people in the church who live their lives. We, we y'all may not know it, but I know people who personally fast for y'all. Mm. A Baptist that fast, Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I know people who pray for each other. They pray for the church. They pray for the membership. They take this prayer list and they put it in front of them and they pray for those people. Amen. (laughs) And they give sacrificially. Not just money. They give of them time, their time. They give of their efforts. They take time to study. They take time to know the (laughs) word of God. They take time to come to church even when they ain't feeling good. Amen. Amen. So we need to attach ourselves. He said walk, he said And verse 17, and mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. We need to mark these people that are doing these things. And you know how you learn these things? You learn these things the same way I do. You talk to them. And find out what they're up to. We need to know, you know what? We need to know each other as well as we know our own family. A lot of us are afraid to do that. Joseph, we are different. Well. We are still family. We're the part of the family of God, and so we—if <laughs> if, 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 in anything you do, you—you you have to do it the way God intends for us to do it, and He will reveal things unto you. How? By 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 the Holy Spirit. How do you know you sin? You feel it, don't you? You feel guilty? No, you feel convicted because you've done wrong and you've sinned and the Holy Spirit brings that to, to your attention. So he says, let us walk by, this, by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. This, he says this in verse 16. We are the body of Christ. We must work together. Same mind, one accord toward the same destination, all the while following Jesus. Eyes on Him, filled with the Holy Spirit to guide us together on this journey. Our final destination? Heaven. Mm -hmm. To be with Him. Hey, we're, we're studying in Revelation right now. Just go to the back of the book and go ahead and look at that place called the new heaven and the new earth. The place He has prepared especially for us. And that is where He's taking us. Amen. Amen. The new heaven and the new earth. That's where He's taking us. And guess what? He is the light thereof. He's there. Amen. It's all going to be prepared for us. And this is the destination. This is the prize. This is the prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. We are to take note of the perfect seasoned Christians. We need to look at the other Christians that we know are living for Him. Paul has warned them that there are people who will deceive you, who will lie to you. They are are enemies of Christ. Amen? Whose end is destruction. What will they do? They will disrupt the unity of the church. They will undermine the unity of the church. They will cause friction in the church. They will divide the church. Well, if they get nosy, now I am. If they ain't happy, ain't nobody else gonna be happy. Is that Christ-like? No. Look what He gave up for us. He walked out of glory. (laughs) Took on him a robe of flesh. Let people revile him and persecute him. Wash people's dirty feet the night before they killed him. (laughs) He's our example. We are to esteem others greater than ourselves. You know what's wrong with Christianity today? It's a selfish Christianity. It's all about me, 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 me. It's not supposed to be that way. It's about what I want, what I like, what I don't want, what I don't like. And if people don't agree with me, it's going to be tough on them around here. Oh me, oh my so our Christianity is not selfish, it's selfless we esteem others greater than ourselves I don't really care what color the rug is I don't care what kind of life we got, I don't care but what I do care is to to be ready when Jesus comes and we don't need to do anything to break the unity and divide the church for any reason We need to keep our eyes focused on the high calling of Jesus Christ. Keep our eyes on the prize that Paul said. Live every day like he's coming. Die every day so we can be holy before him when he does show up. Mm -hmm. That's our Lord. That's what he tells us to do. And we got people who don't like that. They love earthly things. They want to, and you know what? (laughs) The Bible calls them, uh, Jesus calls them, yes blind people. Matthew chapter 15 verse 14, what he said about them blind people? He said they are blind and they that follow them are blind too. And he said they'll both fall in the ditch when the blind leaves the blind. So God help us. Do not follow the examples of those who are selfish. Follow the examples of those who are selfless. Now Paul clarifies his statements. Uh, once again of what it means about attaining the mark verse 20 he says our citizenship our citizenship is in heaven praise God he's called it conversation that's the word for citizenship that's used in the King James Bible our citizenship our conversation is in heaven not could be he don't say it might be he says it is in heaven If you know Christ Jesus as your Lord. And we look for Jesus the Savior. Look at the I love this scripture right here. For our conversation is in heaven. From which also we do what? We're looking. What are we looking for? Him to come. We're coming. Well, he's coming. He said he was, and he said in this in this citizenship that we have in heaven, from which also we look for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And when He comes, he's gonna do something for us. You know what? <laughs> this old imperfect guy that's standing before you right now, old ugly, bald headed, stuck on himself sometimes, hard headed, stubborn. Oh, you just name it. Up to me. When He comes, He's gonna first order. Business that he does. When he here, he's going to change us. Yeah. Amen. Look at it. Look at verse 21. Who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body? Mm-hmm. I want to be like Jesus, don't you? Amen. The world used to have a slogan I want to be like Mike. And boy, he was a good basketball player. No doubt about it. He changed the game. But I don't want to be like Mike. I want to be like Jesus, amen. Because He's going to come. And when He comes, He's going to change me. He's going to change my body. He's going to change my mind. He's going to change everything about me. And I'm going to become, for the first time in my life, I'm going to become like Him. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to become like Jesus. That is the prize that I want to keep my eyes on. Not all this bickering and whining and carrying on. We hear enough of that. If you watch TV, you hear it. If you watch the news, that's all you hear. If you're you're into politics, you'll think, ah, I can't stand it no more. All they do is lie, talk about one another like they do. dogs, never got a kind word to say about anybody. What does Jesus tell us to do to our enemy? Love our enemy. Pray for those who despitefully use you. You hear that from politicians? No. Don't get into that junk. Keep your eye on the prize. Don't keep looking there and looking over here. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus Christ. He's coming, I'm telling you. He's coming. And when He comes, He's going to change everything about us and make us like Him. Praise God. He's going to make us like Him. He said he's gonna be, we're gonna be fashioned like into his glorious body. Now look at this. According to the working whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. Let me tell you what. He's gonna change all things. Everything's gonna be for his own self. Everything's gonna be given to him. All power in heaven and earth is gonna be given to Jesus Christ. And when he's the one that's gonna bring about the tribulation he's going to be the one that brings the wrath of God upon this earth and we better be ready because I don't want to be left behind amen Amen. I want to close with this scripture in in, uh, Hebrews chapter 12 Hebrews chapter 12 we are his children we need to follow him we need to be like him Hebrews uh, chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 he says the writer of Hebrews says this Wherefore seeing we are all so compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Now listen to this. Let us lay aside every weight. Now see that? Cut it, cut let it go. Cut it off. Lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. He did it. And he did it for me and you, so that we would have a chance to be with Him someday. This is the day for you to take advantage of that opportunity. This is the day, if you don't know Jesus, to come and say, I want to get saved. I want to know the Savior. I want the strength. I want the power. I want the Spirit. I want to forgive everything in my past and make me brand new. And I want to serve Him. This is that day This is also a day for the ones who have been carrying this weight with them. This hatred. This anger. This resentment. This selfishness. It's a time to give it to Him. And forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. So that we can work together as one. As a cohesive unit as the body of Jesus Christ, with Him as the head of that body. This is that day. Don't carry sin. Don't carry the past. Don't carry anger. Don't carry grudges. Let it go. And give it to Him. Would you stand? Every head bowed and every eye closed. His altars are open. For I sung that song right off the bat. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Amen. What a Savior. What a God. The one who gave it all. Amen. You know what? He carried burdens to the cross. Mine and yours. Not his own. Mine and yours. He carried them there with him. He hung on the cross with him. He died for them. So, so that we don't carry them anymore. Don't carry burdens. Don't carry sin. Don't carry guilt, don't carry shame, and certainly don't stay lost. You know what lost is gonna get you? Hell. Salvation in Christ is the only way to heaven. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come unto the Father except by me. He wasn't bragging. He was stating the truth. He loves us, He loves us, do you love Him, do you believe in Him, have you received Him, have you called on His name, He do not want to keep you from living, He wants to give you a better life, an abundant life, He wants to be first in your life, he wants you to love Him and cherish Him and talk to Him and fellowship with Him. He wants you to, talk, uh, he wants to hear you and He wants you to hear Him. What a God. What a Savior. And when we have that relationship, He says, I'm going to give you life and I'm going to give it to you more abundantly. You'll have the joy of the Lord. That joy will be in you. And it comes through His presence in your life and in your heart. Something no one, no man, no woman, no enemy can take that away from you. Because He's the strong man of your house now. And nobody can take you from Him. Remember that. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for our visitors, all of you who came to these altars. Thank you for those of you who prayed out there in your seats. Thank you for that. God heard every prayer that was uttered here today. You know, a lot of times we forget that this church is his candlestick, and the Bible tells us that he walks in the midst of the church. What does he do when he walks in in the midst of the church? He's looking at every person. He knows us all by name, and he looks at our hearts. He looks at who we are. He looks at what's there, He looks at what don't need to be there, and He looks at a place that He can help you. That's our God. And when we preach the Word, the preaching of the Word is to help you understand that there's do's and don'ts when it comes to the kingdom of God. There's things He says you need to do, and there's things He says you don't need to do. So the preaching is here to show us that He's a Savior. First and foremost, that He lived, that He died, that He rose again, that He's poured out His Spirit upon all flesh, and He's coming back. That's what we need to preach all the time, every time. And yet at the same time, we need to help people understand what what they do that's wrong and what they do that's right. And give them opportunity to come to the altar to get that corrected in their own lives. And it's got to come out of the Scripture, because it don't mean nothing just coming out of my mouth. It has to come from the Word of God. And so that's why we're so, uh, we, we try our best to preach strictly out of this Word and to let you see it for yourself. Amen? Because we're going to be judged by this Word. Right here. <laughs> this is going to be opened up when you stand before us. The do's and the don'ts are going to be right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to ask you why you did and why you didn't. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're going to be judged by that. So we need to know what that says. And we need, more importantly, to do what it says. That's what it means. And you can't do that without help from the Spirit, the promise of the Father, that He pours out upon anyone who will call on His name. That's our God. Great God in His says, Amen. 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 A wonderful God. Praiseworthy God. Let's praise Him with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our strength and give him glory every day praise god amen brother dale would you dismiss thank you dear heavenly father for allowing us to be in your house and hear your word just be with the holy spirit comes through and just lets us understand the thoughts patterns that brother gary's telling us strictly out of your word lord We just ask you to give each and every one of our visitors a special blessing today. Be with the victims, the people that's on the prayer list, Lord, and their families. Be with the workers of the church. Give them a special blessing. Lord, give us all the strength for the mission that we have to accomplish. Forgive us for where we fail you, and Jesus, name We pray. Amen. I you you the That's the tea. That's the tea. tea.